Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. So thank you for celebrating Advent with us. Today is the fourth and final Sunday of the season of Advent. And uh, once again, as a reminder, Advent is a, a season in the church calendar. It's a word that simply means arrival. And it is the church's way to observe and celebrate that God came to be with us once, arrived with us once, that God is still with us now, and God will one day mysteriously come again to make all things right. And typically the four weeks of Advent are hope, peace, joy, and love, but we've been doing something a little bit different this year. We've been walking through different themes that were established by the Carmelite nuns, a group of nuns that were uh, formed in the 15th century. And these Carmelite nuns decided that their themes for Advent were going to be waiting, accepting, journeying, and birthing. So we've been walking through these different themes. Um, and uh, it's been good for me. I hope it's been good for you. Just a, a way to look at it a little bit different, give new language, so hopefully breathe some new life into the season. And so today, our Advent theme is birthing. And uh, this was definitely the most challenging theme for me to prepare and teach on. And it's challenging for a lot of reasons, but a couple in particular. First, uh, because birthing, uh, just even the word, it's, it's complicated. It comes with a lot, a lot of baggage. Right, so, some have had uh, traumatic birth experiences. Some have had really beautiful birth experiences. Some of those have come at the same time. Uh, in our community, there are stories of infertility and pregnancy loss. There can be trauma, grief, loss, pain, longing, complications, all kind of wrapped into this idea of birthing. So it, it makes it hard to know how to talk about. And I want to make sure we give space to that full range of humanity. It is so human <laughs> birthing, and I honestly thought about skipping this week or rewriting this week or giving it a different theme, um, but I didn't because the Christmas story is a story about birthing, and it's ultimately a really human story where the God of the universe shows up as a baby. Right? God, God could have showed up as a towering figure or an all-powerful hero, but God shows up through a womb as a baby a body from a body. And so the story of Christmas is an affirmation of our bodies and ultimately an affirmation of our humanity. And so anything like birthing that exposes so much of our humanity also exposes so much holiness. And so I didn't skip it, even though it's really complicated. And then uh, the, kind of to state the obvious, it's also a hard week to prepare and talk about personally because I uh, am not particularly qualified to talk about birthing. Uh, I asked a couple different, week, uh, different people to teach this week and they were not interested, uh, but I have never given birth. Uh, I was birthed and I have two sons, but I have some severe limitations when it comes to this content. And so I just want to acknowledge my limitations. I want to tell you that I am qualified to talk about the Bible and talk about theology. So I'm going to mostly stick with that today uh, to do my best to acknowledge those limitations. But clearly, the Christmas story is the story of birthing, right? Jesus shows up as a baby. Jesus is born, birthed, delivered, likely with screams and blood and angry looks at Joseph, right? The Messiah, the King, our Savior is birthed. 
the birthing metaphor in the New Testament and really as a way to think about our spiritual life doesn't end with the Jesus story, with the birth narrative. Right? It continues on in the New Testament. Paul uses this metaphor in Romans chapter 8. Paul says in Romans 8, he, he's talking about the coming restoration of all things. And he says in verse 22, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up into the present time. All of creation, you and me, and all of creation are groaning in childbirth for what will come. We are pregnant with restoration. We are waiting and groaning for the day where all things will be made right where all things will be whole and healed, where where death will be no more. We are groaning for the day. In other words, all of creation is giving birth to wholeness and healing. Wholeness and healing are breaking free, are shining through everything. But all of creation, everything, everywhere, you and me, we want the world to be different. We are pregnant with wholeness. We are groaning for the day, but also we are pregnant with wholeness. It is coming from everywhere. All of creation is pregnant with restoration and healing and wholeness and love. The Christmas story isn't just a story about a dramatic birth that happened 2,000 years ago. It's the story of everything, everywhere, that God is being birthed out of all of creation, everywhere, you and me, that wholeness and healing, that love, that the presence of God is being birthed everywhere, all of creation. And Jesus talks about birthing in this kind of famous story, um, a phrase that you likely know. There's a story in John chapter 3 where a, a religious leader named Nicodemus, he's a Pharisee, political religious leader in his day. And he, he comes to Jesus at night, likely in secret. And he says to Jesus, I know you must be from God. I, I've seen your the, the signs, the miracles you're doing. You, you must be from God. Are, are, are you from God? That's really what he's saying. And Jesus answers in John 3, verse 3, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Jesus says we need to be born again. You might know that language. That we need to be birthed. Right? But Paul, Paul says that all of creation is pregnant with healing and restoration and love and and the kingdom of God itself is coming out of everywhere. And Jesus says that includes you, that you need to be reborn, that you're a part of that newness that needs to start shining through, that we need to be born again. Not not in a your behavior needs to change kind of way or not, not in a you need to uh, submit yourself to a version of morality that I tell you to, or not, not in a you need to walk down an aisle kind of way. You need to be born again in the kind of way that says, I am willing to start over. I'm willing to try again. I'm willing to rethink. I'm willing to try a new path. I'm willing to begin again. I'm willing to be like a child. 
I'm willing to not claim to be an expert at anything, especially spirituality. I, I, I'm willing to not focus on being right all the time. I, I'm willing to be a beginner, to be a novice, to be curious, to be new. Goodness is trying to be birthed in our world. And you need to be reborn. You. You need to begin again. You need to start over. You need to be like a child. You need to be curious. You need to be reborn. Uh, so because uh, I'm not an expert in birthing, uh, I asked Katie this week, my wife Katie, um, what came to her mind when she thought about uh, birthing, about this idea. And uh, by the way, Katie is the brains behind a lot of this operation. Uh, you guys don't, uh, you guys don't get to see all of our small conversations. We have a lot of kitchen talks about sermon ideas. So I asked Katie uh, what came to her mind when she thought about this idea of, of birthing. And what she said is, she said that the most amazing thing to her about birth is that when you give birth, the birthing, the act of giving birth makes you a different person that giving birth changes you. And I don't know if she knew it, while we were unloading the dishwasher at 6 a.m., hoping that our boys didn't wake up, but Katie was preaching. And so I just want you to listen to her for a second, okay? The one who gives birth is also reborn. The one who heals is healed. The one who ushers in justice receives restoration. And my guess is that you need, you desire some newness in your life, that you are groaning for transformation. And you maybe you wouldn't call it that, but you have some things happening in your life that you want to look different. You say, I want some newness in this area of my life. I want restoration. I want renewal. I want it to look different, that you need different somewhere. The one who gives birth is also reborn. If you want newness in your life, I wonder what new thing you need to start doing in this season. What new thing you need to bring forth. Old keys don't open new doors. When you bring forth something new, you are reborn. And this isn't just about birthing babies. This is about you bringing goodness and wholeness and light into your life. Right? The kingdom of God is present when you are reborn. Every time you bring forth something new, you get reborn. The one who gives birth is also reborn. The word that Jesus uses uh, for this uh, bringing about something new, starting over, trying again, the word that Jesus uses is repent. It, it literally means to change your mind. So I want to reclaim some religious language today that has been used for harm, and I want to turn it into something good. So hear me today. This is what I want you to do. I want you to repent so that you can be reborn. I want you to change your mind so that you can have some newness in your life. I want you to have a new way of thinking about your own life, about God, about your spiritual life, so that you can experience wholeness and restoration. Change your mind so that newness can be brought forth. Right? If you want your life to be different, you're going to have to be different. If you, if you want your world to look different, you are probably going to have to be 
different. You'll have to repent so that you can be reborn. You'll have to change your mind. You'll have to change your way of thinking. You have to change something in order to experience the renewal. You might have to start over. You might have to begin again. You might have to act like a child. You might have to be curious. You might have to be willing to be a beginner over and over and over again. But it is the only way we get the newness. If you want your life to be different, you'll have to be different. If you want to be reborn, if you want to be born again, if you want the newness, you might have to try something new. And this is your pastoral reminder today. You, you, you are brave enough to start over. You are brave enough to begin again. You are brave enough to try something new. You are brave enough to quit all the things that are harming you. You are brave enough to stop dealing with people that hurt you. You are brave enough to rethink harmful theology. You are brave enough to begin again. You are. You are brave enough to repent and you are brave enough to be reborn. All at once, all at once, we are being born again and we are giving birth. We are bringing forth into the world. You are giving birth and you are being reborn and you are brave enough to do it all. So my guess is that... um, there is some part of your life that you want some newness, some restoration, some renewal. So I just, I wonder if you're willing to change in order to bring about that restoration and renewal. Are you willing to try something new? Are, are you just willing to acknowledge today that if you want your job, your marriage, your spiritual life, your relationships, your community, if you want those things to look different, are you willing to acknowledge that you may have to be different in order to make that happen? I wonder how long you've tried to change other people to get the outcome you want in your own life. I I just wonder if you're willing to change something in yourself, to change a way of thinking, to start over, to begin again, to quit something? Are you willing to change anything in order to get that newness and renewal that you want? And then what what new thing needs to be brought forth in your life? What is it? And what is the courageous step? What is the one step you could take to rethink or start over or quit something that's hurting you? What is just that first step for you? What is it? Maybe it's just acknowledging uh, that everything isn't going according to plan. You say, you know what? This isn't what I want exactly. Or this is really hard for me. This thing in my life is hurting me. I wonder what courageous step you could take. Right? If you want the newness and the restoration, you'll have to be reborn. Right? Repent and be reborn. We are birthing and we are being birthed all at once. So take the step, make the change, repent and be reborn. You are brave enough to do it. Listen, everything we've talked about in this season over the last four weeks, waiting with hope, accepting good and love from God, journeying with the deep conviction that we are not lost or alone. And now 
being willing to be birthed, to be reborn in order to be renewed. All, all of these ideas, these concepts, these themes, they all only work because of one word, Emmanuel, God with us, right? God with us in our waiting, God with us in our accepting, God with us in our journeying, God with us in our birthing, God, God with us regardless of how much we believe in these ideas, God with us regardless of how much we want to be with God, God with us regardless of everything else, God with us. This, all of this life, it is too hard and too painful to do it alone. And we do not have to. There was a baby born in a manger to remind us that God shows up in unexpected places at unexpected times in unexpected ways, and he does it over and over and over again. God is being birthed into our world every day, in you, through you, and around you. Emmanuel, God with us. It is the only reason I am here. And listen, I know you are tired this can be a really hard season. It's, it's busyness mixed with the grief of lost loved ones and lost relationships, mixed with uh, anxiety about family time, uh, mixed with a lot of unrealistic expectations that other people put on us and that we put on ourselves. And, and I believe in these ideas that I've taught over the last four weeks. I, I believe in them. I do, but, but if you are too tired or too confused or too hurt to try something new, if you are too overwhelmed to even consider newness or transformation, I understand and it is okay. It's okay. God is still showing up. God is still breaking through. God is still with you. Emmanuel. Maybe that's all we need. There is plenty of complicated theology and interesting themes, but maybe Emmanuel is all we've ever needed. And maybe your rebirth in this season won't be about starting a bunch of new things or working harder. Maybe you'll be born again this season by not giving one single moment of worry or anxiety about whether you are believing right. Maybe your rebirth will begin this season by you not giving one single moment of worry or anxiety about whether you're telling and teaching your kids the right things about Christmas. Maybe your rebirth will happen because you just let Emmanuel be enough. God with us. Maybe that's all we've needed. And so gather, this is my prayer for us today. Something in you is being reborn. It may not be fast and it may not be easy, but you are being renewed and transformed. And trust that through it all, you are never alone. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.